(laughs) (laughs) What's the name of our show? Okay. Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where we want to be like Pharrell. We do it all. We're the creators. I'm Jordan Liggins, and today we have a very, very special guest, a GOAT, a Louisville legend, an Atlanta dream legend, and now a Las Vegas Aces legend, Angel McCautry. She's a two-time Olympic gold medalist, five-time all-star. She's she's just the best. And we chatted up about basketball and about a bunch of other things. So here's Angel. Well, first, just how are you doing? Uh, doing good, doing good. You know, I just came from practice. So we're just excited and ready for the playoffs. Nice. How's rehab going? How are you feeling? I'm feeling better. Like today I was on the uh, I was in the court shooting and I was like, I'm starting to feel like my old self again. Mm-hmm. You know, starting to feel like a human being again. Yeah, you I know? saw that post. <laughs> I was going to say, you said starting to feel human again, which I yeah. just, I love that. Yeah, because, you know, you, you go through these uh, phases and you just don't feel like yourself. You're in pain. Mm-hmm. You're just like... Am I, you, you have these things that go through your head, like, am I ever going to be the same? Mm. So you go through those things. So it's good to feel good again, you know? That's so good. Well, I have yeah. been a super fan of yours forever, and I've just been cheering you. you on throughout your career and throughout this process. But one thing I love about you, besides everything mm-hmm. that you've done on the court, you're amazing. But you've also been so adamant about having things off the court Right. <laughs> that you love and that you're passionate about. You've mm-hmm. had an ice mm-hmm. cream shop. You're yeah. in management. You have a Corvette that you are so <laughs> in love with. <laughs> I love but it. I, I love it. Yes. And I wanted to talk to you about your music career. Because oh, a lot okay. of people don't know <laughs> that Angel McCautry is an artiste and a musician. Yes. Yes. So about that, right? So people, when people hear I do music, they're like, you're a singer. And I'm like, I don't sing. I'm a creator. You know, you have a lot of people. Set it straight. Yeah. Like you have a lot. Like I use Pharrell for an example. Pharrell can't sing, Mm -hmm. but he creates music that people love and it sounds good. So, you know, when I do music, it's fun for me. It's therapeutic. Um, When I do it, I never did it to like really promote it or be um, very popular with it. I just put it out and if people like it, they like it. So, um, so actually I have a um, producer friend in Atlanta. His name is divine Stevens and he helped, um, develop Akon and Lady Mm. Gaga. He's like, are you serious about this music thing? I was like, I really like it. He's like, all right, if you're serious about this, let me help you really get it out and really do it the way I'm like, I'm down, you know? Yeah. He's like, you're going to sell hope. He's like, you know, you're not going to be out here rapping, rapping or, singing about stuff that just doesn't matter. He's like, you're going to sell hope to people, you know? So I was like, I can do that. So, yes. so I have an EP coming out like next spring. So <gasps> it's going to be more developed and Ooh. yeah. So I'm excited. I got I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Cause your last <laughs> single, what was it? Never let go. Yeah. Did you okay. like it? I loved it. I loved it. I had it on repeat because it's like Afro beat. Afro like you beat, have to move good. your body. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's, just, it's I, a feel good song. Yeah. It feels mm-hmm. good. Like it makes you feel like you want to go to the island and relax. 
yes yeah Yeah. i was wondering like was there inspiration behind that where you where did you come up with that while you were on an island probably because you're a world traveler (laughs) you know what i went to africa and i was like i love their music i was like oh my god i'm in love yeah and after coming back i was like i gotta do afro beat something and then um sent it to um one of my friends rl from next i don't know if you know the um the the artist rl like next is a big group they sing wifey and butter love and all that He's like, oh, I'm jumping on this. I'm like, for real? <laughs> and he just did it. And and it was he made it even more better. So it was really cool to do that kind of uh, beat. That, I yeah. mean, I loved it. If you guys haven't heard it yet, make sure to put it on repeat right now. And can I be in your music video for something? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's great. Do it. I'll Thank hit God. you up as soon as we're ready to start doing that. Yep. <laughs> I really have this like side dream of like I just want to be not a video girl, but you know I want to be in a music video. That's a like music- a bucket list. Yeah, being a music video, having fun, chilling, and the party yeah. vibes, just having right. a good time. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, we have this on record, so you can't go it's back. It's on record. We got it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but so you're, you know, that is one of your passions, but since you are a musician you have to rank Mm. now what nba players are you know have the best music we have victor oladipo we have dame we have what michael bridges the diss track by bagley so who is who's your favorite nba or WNBA? maybe there's a WNBA player that i don't know of that that yeah, is a musician. Not, not many, not many WNBA players. I, I don't. I haven't seen have done really music without yeah, being an NBA player. Um, I would say uh, Shaq. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. You know that I used to do music. Kobe even had a single out. Do you remember Kobe's single? Yes, it was so good. It was bad but good. It was bad. Shaq is like the ultimate guy. He he's he's Big Diesel. He DJs. He's at all the big festivals. He raps. You guys got to go back and listen to his album. That's before y'all time. So y'all don't know about it. You know, it is a little before my time. I'm not going to lie. But I know Shaq, Mm -hmm. the DJ. And you said, forget all these youngsters. I got to go OG. I respect it. I went OG. I went OG with it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what doesn't Shaq do, right? Like, seriously. Like, what doesn't he do? He sells ink. Like sometimes you're just like like he has a partnership with Ink for your printer. Is he really? See, yes. I didn't even know that one. Like, come on, Shaq, you're doing Ink now. Like, I love it though. Like, it's it's unlimited. He's showing that, you know, because like when I first did music, people were like, "Oh, stay in your lane. You're a basketball player." And mm-hmm. it's like, no, life is to be to be enjoyed. Life is to to switch lanes and do different things. So he's showing that you don't have to stay in one lane. You can do as much as you want to do. Why not? Yes. Why not? Why not? And I think that's that's what, you know, your career and everything that you've done has really shown that. Just like I said. And why do you think it's so vital to have extracurriculars? Like ball can still be life, but you still need hobbies. Right. Yeah. I think like like I tell the kids to find your passion in life and stick to it because I tell them, you know, most millionaires are just really, really good at one thing. Right. So Mm. once you perfect that one thing, then you start branching off and okay, I'll do this. I'll, I'll check this out. Like you look at Will Smith, Ice Cube, they started off as rappers. They mm-hmm. that now they're doing this and doing that. And they're actors, really good actors. You know, they write. And they, so you can you can perfect that one thing and then start branching off into other things that you love. I, I am 
always in support of a hobby. I think yes. you can you can be, you know, like the phrase of like the master of none. Like you you are doing multiple things, but you can master some, you can master one. But having a hobby, having things that you're passionate about, why why should it only be one thing? So I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I want Angel Patri's <laughs> ice cream while listening to her new single and her EP while watching her TV show, while wearing her jersey, like all of it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's That's awesome. That's awesome. But, you know, on the court, you do Mm -hmm. handle business. And one thing I want to talk about, which is recently being named one of the W's most, the greatest and most influential 25 players where were you when you found out and what does that feel like to be on that list? Um, where was I when I found out? But I, I know when I got the call um, from Kathy, our president, I was like, oh, Lord, what is Kathy calling me? I'm like, am I in trouble? What, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is this something with COVID rules? You just don't know these days. You're so like, <laughs> you got PTSD from COVID because yes. you're supposed to stay put and do this. So I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? So when she called me, she told me, I was like, no way. I was like, no way. And it felt so good because, you know, these past couple of years have been so challenging for me through injury and not really mm-hmm. um, having the stability to play um, multiple seasons like I wanted to. But it shows that what I've done in my early in my career up until now has paid off. And um, people have recognized that And because I've given my all like I'm a player that I never take um, a day off, like even if I'm not even feeling good or feeling well. I come from the old school kind of game like you mm-hmm. play through it. If you're sore, you're hurt, and you play through it. You know, the kids now, they load manage. Yeah. You know, I, I, I never, <laughs> I never load manage. That's probably why the knees are, are what were wearing, wore out. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably why they were tearing up the way they were because I, I, I literally played overseas 10 years with no break. And the only oh, reason I stopped goodness. was because I got hurt. And, um, and I'm that type of player. I just don't take, I don't take a playoff. I'm, I'm going hard every second. And you're talking about a player who didn't just play like, 20 minutes i was playing 30 plus minutes my whole career so every these game knees, these knees yeah these knees got miles <laughs> on them baby but <laughs> but um you know i still got some some more left in the tank and now that i've repaired uh the i got two two new ligaments that are like i'm 20 again so brand, thank new. God for techn- brand new ligaments thank god for technology <laughs> now we can kind of get rolling again and, and i can finish out strong that's so exciting i mean the names on that list were oh, wow. are legendary. Like, what legendary, does it feel like, like to just be amongst those just big to be names? Amongst those names, just to be like that goes down in history. I can go back to my grandchildren. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't believe Grandma was good? Okay, look, look at this. You know, <laughs> um, you see me with Lisa Leslie and and Candace Parker. It's super. Like, the list goes on. Like, it's, it's so many. And then you got to think, there's so many more names. That didn't get in. Look at the one of Bonner. I like, know. I know. Look at look at you know Rebecca Brunson. Yes, that's my that's number so, one person. Yeah, yeah. There's so many names that, that that should be on the list, and it's just like you know, not to say that they're still not goats. They're goats anyway, whether it's a list or not. But um, it just goes to show you, like it's it's an honor. It's really an honor. It's it's humbling, and um, I I definitely won't take that for granted. That's so amazing. And yeah, thinking about all the people that were like that are left off, that's just how it is with the W, right? Like there's only so many spots. Everybody's great. 
And I honestly think this is it's the toughest league to make. What do you, what yeah, do you I mean, think about that? But you know what? I don't think that um that should hold um back anyone else who's great who just didn't make the list. They're still mm-hmm. great. Um, you know, I don't I don't think we should put it in a box, if that makes sense. Cause yeah. really, do we put the do we put the NBA in the box? They're just all great. No. People love LeBron, yeah. people love stuff. Like people love my coach, Bill. And people, the, the guys, they're just great in their own way. And you just have decades upon decades of just guys who are just great and come in again that are great and they change the game their own way. And they're still goats forever. And we can do the same thing in our league. We don't have to put in the box. We still have greats. Dewana's always going to be a goat. Uh, Rebecca and, and many more who are not on the list. And you got these young players coming up like Asia Wilson, Liz mm-hmm. Cambage. I mean, it's just that's still going to be goats. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I say we do it like the men and just continue to just appreciate all the goats that come in every decade, you know? And thinking about the league, you mentioned like Asia, Liz, who are your teammates, which is still like. <laughs> This is a super team. I I love I love the aces and everything that you guys are are doing. The next twenty five years in the W, like thinking mm-hmm. forward for that list, what do you think the what type of players are going to be in that list, and if there is going to be a difference between the first twenty five and the and the second twenty five? Well, hopefully by that point, like I said, we won't have to keep putting in the box for us. Like I think this is the first twenty five because the league is so young. Mm-hmm. But I think once as years go on, like the NBA, it just will be like, these are just the goats. Yeah. You know, because can you really say, oh, you know, this is the top 25 most influential NBA players? No, there's too many. There's just too many. You can't so just put in the box many. like that. So I think it'll get to the that same point in the WNBA. Um, of course, we have, all, you know, the NBA, they have the ultimate goats. Like you have Michael Jordan, you compare Kobe. We get that. But like, we just don't say, okay, this is just the t- the top, top. No, mm-hmm. there's just too many. I love Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You love this one. You love that one. And they're all goats. So um, I think hopefully, you know, we won't have to put it in a box. And it was just like decade after decade, just produce amazing women. And I always say like women's basketball is like evolution. I said this mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Like I wish somebody <laughs> can grab the old footage <laughs> Of me saying this. We can dig I, it I up. Said, we can dig it up. <laughs> dig it up. Because 10 years ago, I told media, I said, women's basketball is like evolution. I said, I said, 10 years from now, you're going to see more women ducking. You're going to see more women doing things that you've never seen. And what? And it's, I predicted the future. It's really, you are seeing more women ducking. You're seeing more women do things. Yeah. Am I right? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, that's what's really happening right now. So, And the future is so bright. Like we did, we just saw... This young Dallas team make the playoffs, the youngest team mm-hmm. in the league. And you look at them and you're like, the league better get ready. Like, these are some oh, scores. Yeah. These are some ballers. You look at the high school kids, the kids coming up in college. Like, the next oh, 25 yeah. is They're bright. Because you got, you got me, Candace Parker, Sue and Diana, Dewana, uh, Sylvia Files. Like, we're all on our way out. Think about that mm-hmm. core group that's like on their way out. Ugh, I don't even want to so think you, about it. <laughs> right. So you got these next goats that are ready and hungry mm-hmm. to fulfill, you know, what we've given for so long. So, yeah, the future is bright for Dallas. The future is bright for Vegas. The future is bright, you know, for those young teams for New York Yeah, that are hungry. I mean, New York had the game. You could just tell it was just an experience. That's how they lost the game. So 
you know, they're going to be ready in the years to come. Which is like, I mean, just as a basketball fan in in general, that just gets me super excited. Like I'm I love when I see you know, on Slam High School, the mixtape starting young, and you're like, yes, everyone start getting excited about women's basketball. This is this is it. This is the future. This is it. That's literally. And and I always say like, um, people say that like, you know, what is we 25 years in the NBA, we're further along than the NBA was. It is 25th year, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're in a good we're in a good place. Nobody gives us that credit. Yeah, uh, they, as- they don't know. They don't know. Right? Like, we know. have to educate everybody of like, hey, we're doing great here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but also, I it has been a joy to watch you in the ESPN studio as like a, a budding analyst. Where, how did that come about? And is that something that you want to continue to pursue? Yeah, absolutely. I, I really enjoyed it. It's funny because, you know, you can play in front of 10,000 fans, but I get in the room with two other people and I'm dead nervous. My heart is pounding on my chest. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? I play in front of fans. And they're like, this is just a totally, it's just different. And I was very nervous. I, I was nervous to mess up. It's like, I can mess up on the court, not care, be okay with it. But here it was, it was different, but I really enjoyed the experience. Um, it's definitely something I'm going to do more after the playoffs. And, and try to do uh, more of that. I got to meet, meet Maria Taylor uh, the other day at Louisville Live. And yes, I asked, saw that. Yeah, she's amazing. And I got to um, get some of her um, advice on it. She's like, I, I did great. So if Maria Taylor said I did great. There, that's hey, all I need. That I need, is a stamp, a stamp of approval. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, you did do great. And it was so cool to, to see you in a different light, but also have basketball be the center. Like, you know how to talk basketball. You know it. You, this is a game that you love. So it was cool to see that see that shine through. Yeah, that was cool. Really great experience. Um, and, and great cast they have out there. You know, Monica McNutt. Oh, she's it's really so good. Great. They're just so good. They make you comfortable. So really, really great cast that ESPN has. Oh, that was, and they gave you your flowers. I love that surprise. Got to give me your flowers now. I had to hold my tears back. I had to hold them back. <laughs> You're like, you know? this is live. Uh, can I like, cry uh, on live TV? I was not expecting this. Let me, I'm going to put this in my pocket. And I'll take it out later. <laughs> yeah, cry later, cry later. Yeah. What, is, you mentioned Maria Taylor and you talked about Shaq, but are there any other like players after, you know, their their career is over has really... Um, stood out to you in the commentating space that you kind of look up to? In the commentating space? Um, I think uh, Renee's done well. She's done very so well. So good. Yes. She's done very well. Um, who else could I say? Oh, Candace Parker. I mean, the, 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 the OG the of The goat it. of all things. I mean, she just took it to another level. You know, um, <laughs> she's so really good. Can- Candace is the one that's really, really doing it really well, mm-hmm. really well. And I really can't wait to see what more she does. You know, she has a shoe coming out soon with Adidas. And um, I'm really excited for what Candace is going to do next. She, yeah. it, It's been so fun to watch her. I mean, even during the, the playoff game, do you see that Adidas commercial? You're Adidas fam of. Mm of her you know ace line coming out that was that was awesome like yes amazing amazing like 
Candace is just the girl. She's been the girl for so long since what middle school, high school. <laughs> I mean, it's only it only makes sense for her to have a shoe, and, and um, she's been with Adidas for so long, and for everybody to give her her flowers, you know, she's done it all. She's done it all. I love that. Well, I am a size um, eight in women, so if you get one, <laughs> just I make get a sure pair to Candace Parker's aces. <laughs> Some aces, some ace ones. Oh, it makes sense. I'll get some aces because I play for the aces. Gotcha. Boom. Oh, yeah, we'll get you some. We'll get you some. <laughs> oh, that is perfect. So talking about the aces, you guys are in the playoffs. I know it. it's a different feeling for you to be watching from the sideline because Andrew McCautry in the playoffs is a different beast. And that's, <laughs> that's what we know. <laughs> that's what's killing me right now that I have to sit here and watch. Oh. That's because I know, like, I have a different beast. Literally, like, it's something that I can't even control. It's literally a different beast that comes out. That sometimes I shock my own self. And uh, but I love those moments, man. Like, those are the I crave it and I miss it. And it's like um, that's the hardest part about right now because mm-hmm. th- these are the moments I love, and I got to sit and watch for a little bit longer. But you know, it's all good. Just I, I just got to keep watching and learning. And it's, you know, building you for next year. Like oh, next yeah. season, we know that you guys are going to be back in the playoffs and it's going to be Angel Makashi time and oh, yeah. chasing another ring because that's oh, that's yeah. what us as fans love to see. So I know you love to play it. Hey, we, we trying to I'm trying to get as many as Sue Bird. So but why not? <laughs> I feel like for the Aces and when it is, you know, waiting for the single elimination games to kind of play out you are trying to work on yourself and you're trying to make sure that you're best prepared. Is there something that you guys are looking at as a team like, okay, last year was last year. This year is a whole different season. The regular season versus the playoffs is a totally different season. Is there anything that is is really a core belief that you guys are trying to push forward? I think, you, you know, you keep your core values and beliefs from, you know, from the beginning of the season. You know, mm-hmm. you work you work toward one common goal. Um, you want to get better. You want to find your identity as a team. So I think the common beliefs don't change no matter, like, um, you know, no matter what happens. Um, you know, we, we want to win and we want to get to the finals again. We remember last year. So I think our core values haven't changed. I think now it's just um, getting all the pieces to the puzzle together because we have new players. Mm-hmm. And um, really just you know, learning how to battle with each other, you know, Um, knowing that, you know, everybody has each other's backs and, you know, it's it's time for a war. (laughs) Which is, that's the best part. Literally a war. (laughs) It's a war. It's war. Because it's not easy. It's it's really not easy. And how are you taking on kind of the, a coaching role, uh, role? You know, there are a lot of young players that haven't been in the playoffs before. This is only their, their second time. What advice are you giving to some of those players? Yeah, I just try to let them know that it's it's very physical. It's mm. a very physical game in the playoffs. Be ready mentally, physically. Can't be whining and crying about getting hit. Um, and who wants it more? You know, who wants it more? Yeah. Like, you will, you got, you got to learn how to really will your team to win. Like, you don't take no for an answer. You don't let your team lose. That kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that that's hard to not be like, well, let me show you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Step yeah. aside. <laughs> right. But I think but, they're buying in. I think they get yeah. it, you know? Yeah. 
And they want it. I know this, uh, just watching the Aces all season long, watching Asia be Asia. Like she, mm. she wants it. Um, and it's been really cool, again, as a fan, to watch you guys rally together as a team, have each other's back, like you said. And now it's putting on your armor, putting on your, you know, everything, getting ready for war. Yeah, that's what it's just about, you know. Um, anybody who's won a championship has probably said the same thing. It's not easy. It's time to fight. And you got to have everybody from the starters to the bench. Like, even though I'm not playing, I make sure I exhaust myself um, yeah. to the point where I feel like I played every game where I'm screaming and hollering and I'm jumping up and down. Like, literally, after games, I feel like I played because I'm, I'm giving <laughs> so much of my energy to the team to, to just will them, to help them cheer them on as, as much as I can. I'm cheering my ass off, you know? So that's what I, I try to give because it, it hurts that, you know, you can't really play and help them, but yeah. you try to give as much as you can, yeah. And just your presence, I'm sure. Just having you there, having you around the team, I'm sure that that, that feels like you're on the court with them. Yeah, kind of. Uh, kind of. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> you're like it ain't, not it ain't good the enough. real thing it ain't the real thing but <laughs> but i do enjoy being around the team and, and and really helping them as much as i can okay one more one more question for you so you posted on instagram that someone accidentally texted you good morning baby with the kiss face and mm -hmm. you got really excited because mm -hmm. you thought it was for you but then they had the wrong number <laughs> Did you end up connecting with them? I feel like this is a lifetime storyline where they texted the wrong number, but then you connected with them and it grew into something bigger. Did that happen? Left it, left it alone after they said it was the wrong number because it wasn't meant for me. It was for somebody else. So I'm not going to come <laughs> in between what's going on with somebody else. I, I just said, um, I just responded. I was like, dang, I just responded. And that was the end of that, you know? So, hey, it is what it is. Hey. It is what it is, but that was really funny. Thank you for sharing that glance. Yeah, was, I had to crack up myself. Yeah, it was funny. It was very funny. That's why I shared it, because I'm usually not the type of person that shares text messages or anything like that. Yeah. But I thought that was so funny. I was like, I got to share this. This is hilarious. <laughs> well, I love all the things that you share, just going on in your life and, you know, off the court, on the court. It is a joy to follow you and root for you. you. So I'm still rooting for you. Good luck with your rehab. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jordan, for having me. Yes. Thank you for coming Appreciate on Spinsters. It. Oh, and my co-host mm -hmm. Haley, who's not here, yeah. is from Louisville. What? Is a Louisville diehard fan. So she would have been so mad at me if I didn't shout her out and say how much she loves you. So had well, to you throw that tell in. Us there. To hello, and we gotta do this again so I can meet her. Yes. You know, she's representing the bill. Represent. Oh, die. I mean, die hard fan of yours because of that. So thank you. Thank it. you so much. Thank you for having me. We'll do it again soon. Yes. Oh, and I'm going to be in your music video. Don't forget. Yes. Just a reminder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Perfect. Cool. Spencers is hosted by me, Haley O'Shaughnessy, and Jordan Liggins. This episode was produced by Jordan, Isabel Jocelyn, Harry Krinsky, and Alex Ward. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yales, and me.
Hi, I'm calling from Miami. Love your show. I uh, just wanted to say that Damian Lillard is a good reminder that good things can happen late. Um, I went back to school at 41, and uh, so he and I 